What's up? What's up? What up? Hey, uh, this is the SVT Sports Podcast. I'm Vince, uh, Sam, and Tyler. How's it going, fellas? What's up, man? Good, good. Had a great weekend. Ready to get back at this here. Right on. And Tim on the ones and twos. Tim, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Just you know, good. Just one in and two in, right? One in and two in, day in, day out, twenty four seven. What other numbers can I throw in there? Uh, that's great. That's that, that's uh, that's fun. That's always fun. Um, you know what isn't fun? Um, mass shootings at the trophy at the uh, the the Chiefs Championship Parade, and it's just you know we're gonna just dive right in, rip this bandit off. That sucked, and it's obviously a horrible thing. There was twenty two people injured and one dead uh, as of the last time I checked a couple days ago. So, um, uh, and half of the people injured were under 16 years old. So this is just truly terrible. And I, there, there's, this happens so often in America that I can't say with any confidence that this wouldn't have happened if the Niners had won. I mean, I'd like to think that, but I just, I, I can't, I can't know for sure, you know? And, and it's the same with any city, like any football team would have won, you know, it's just, it, it's an awful, awful thing. And it's just an epidemic of the worst proportions. And we're, we, we saw it again. And this time it just sounded like it was just an argument. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a psychopath, you know, trying to um, target anybody. It, it sounded like an, an argument that just escalated to the point where people started firing and then, you know, dozens of people are injured later. So that, that video that you and I watched, that mm-hmm. lady picked up a gun. Mm-hmm. That's just a common gun that they were just touting around. That's yeah. They like, they 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 have open carry in Missouri. So um, true. Uh, but I mean, yeah, like if, yeah, an AR to a parade of a victory parade. It's yeah. Uh, th- th- there's get get a hold of your con- congressional representatives, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for for a number of reasons, but definitely. You know, th- there's a lot of things to complain about. If you're not actively engaged, they're just going to keep ignoring you. So um, just keep harassing them, keep calling them, keep emailing them. And uh, and th- th- they'll they'll either keep ignoring you and you vote for somebody else or they'll answer you and uh, maybe start fighting to, for you. To be fair, this, this podcast isn't saying you shouldn't have guns. I'm saying you can have them. I'm just saying. Right. Of course. Of do course. you need an AR at a at a victory parade? Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's let's be a little bit more responsible about what yeah. we're carrying and, and touting around. Okay. Seriously, yeah. I mean, family around. I mean, I'm I, I was a Boy Scout. I've fight. I've I, I I know how to shoot, and I've gone on a bachelor party with one of my friends that we went to his shooting range. I've I've shot all kinds of guns. So um, I'm I'm not like completely anti-gun, but like uh, to be completely clear, this is unacceptable, yeah. and things need to change. Agreed. Okay. Uh, anything else, or can we move on to real sports stuff? Sports. We can move on. Sports. Yeah. Okay. So um, we have some excuses for the 49ers. Eric Armstead was uh, playing with a torn meniscus since December third, so that's kind of that explains why he wasn't quite as productive at the end of the season. Okay. Uh, the, the 49ers. The, uh, yeah. Oh, what? The parallels with that is so is so ironic with uh, your team and my team that Lane Johnson played like since halfway through the season with a, with a torn pectoral muscle. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just the parallels. Uh, very, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure there was a bunch of other stuff that I just didn't bother writing in here, but um, uh, early in the week, uh, the 49ers fired Steve Wilkes after one season. Um, uh, it just schematically, it wasn't quite working right. They, they moved him from up top down below to the field and there was a little bit of a boost there, but then it kind of the play leveled off again. I don't know, whatever it is whatever he was trying to do, it just wasn't meshing right with what Kyle was looking for. So um, uh, they said it wasn't personal. It was just a schematic type thing. Um, of course it's a job. So it always ends up feels a little personal. Um, do you feel that that was like, I, okay. I know that people were critical about Steve Wilkes and mm-hmm. I hear that a lot about with Fortnite fans, but do you feel that yes, maybe he wasn't the right guy for Shanahan's plan or do you also somewhat feel that it was kind of a scapegoat for what happened in the super bowl porque no los dos uh, <laughs> um uh it's a, a little bit of a and a little bit of b i i, I think that the, um what steve is you know like the schemes that he runs the schemes schemes that he's 
you know, excelled at. They, they, they weren't what the 49ers had been doing traditionally in the past few years under the Kyle Shanahan uh, system. And, uh, you know, so, and when you lose the Super Bowl again, like, like it's a little rough. And I don't know that somebody's head needed to fall for this, but um, it certainly provided an opportunity. Uh, right. Uh, you, you're so close. You, you're, you're in overtime. You have a lead in overtime and you still can't get the job done. And th- there, there were numerous opportunities. We talked about it last week that the Niners could have won that game. And even if they win, I'm not a hundred percent certain that Steve Wilkes comes back, you sure. know? So, I mean, and, and that's because it, it is a schematic thing. Uh, uh, first and foremost, I think. So. I didn't know how much Steve Wilkes has moved around. That guy has been with like half the teams in the league. Yeah, he's uh, he's been uh, in a lot of different places. Yeah. He kind of got um, a raw deal in uh, Carolina because he like those guys were playing hard for him, and yeah. then uh, they they decided to hop uh, hire Frank Reich instead, who then they fire eleven games later. Uh, yeah, into his first year. So I, it's just sometimes you get a raw deal, sometimes it's just not quite right, and then sometimes uh, you 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 earn getting the axe and. I, I don't think that this was necessarily this case. It was just a schematic personnel type thing. Right. It just didn't work. So right. there we go. Any other football notes we can talk about? No, you guys. Good? Uh, oh. Combine right around the corner draft right around the corner. So mm-hmm. everybody's in it this time of year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all that you mean, fantasy means, football uh... psychopaths. Uh, it's rookie season mm-hmm. coming up. So that means uh, Gamecocks is back. I love uh, uh, getting leading up to the combine. They always have the weight training guy from uh, from the University of South Carolina, and he's mm-hmm. trying to pump up the guys who are doing you know lifting weights and whatnot. And he's always saying, "Come on, baby, Gamecocks, Cox, baby, Cox," and it's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I I remember the first time like that I learned that their what their mascot was. I was in high school and somebody just walked around with a hat that said Cox on it and a big chicken on it. <laughs> uh, it's a rooster technically, but yeah, I, I just, I was like, what the hell is that? And then I got the story and there I was as a, a sophomore in high school. I learned that that was yeah, a fun yeah. little piece of trivia that I had no clue about <laughs> yeah. beforehand. So yeah, that, there we go. Uh, yeah, rookie season is upon us. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, let's uh, let, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk basketball. And the Warriors, they, they, they win two out of three heading into the All-Star break. Both of those wins were at Utah. Um, they lose. Hell of wins. Great wins. <laughs> yeah, they, they lose to the Clippers at home in the middle of two games. Uh, so they're currently one game above 500, currently sitting 10th in the West. So they're in the playoff, you know, the play-in tournament right now. Upcoming games are Thursday versus the Lakers, Friday versus Charlotte, Sunday versus Denver. They're all at home at Chase Center. And um, in that last game in Utah, Clay came off the bench for the first time since 2012 and then immediately dropped 35. So um, honestly, like it, 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 it uh, use your hate it gives you focus whatever the palpatine yeah, is. I, yeah i also think this might be you know what's what's the term Ro- rose colored glasses whatever the hell that wrote what the terminology is uh, i think clay got to play against maybe not a great secondary uh when, when we're talking about oh, the secondary unit and yeah yeah so he was able to be a little bit more comfortable like i'm the best player right and that if that's what he needs to build himself confidence then it's a no-brainer you know we're getting 30 point clay every night uh and he's uh coming off the bench doing it i don't see how that's a bad thing but i also think (laughs) i also think we need to look at this at the perspective you know so he's he he's had this trend you know if you want to do a little circle diagram like clay has a bad game clay has a great game Clay, you know, talks about how he's going to be better for the team. Clay has a bad game. And we go back in circles. It's 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 a cycle we're gonna have all season long. Right. I don't think it's really gonna change. It's been a trend all season long. But even if I get 18 points off the bench, 10, 12 points off the bench, right? Mm-hmm. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it because he's it means that that it's 12 points I didn't have coming off the bench. Because now that Kaminga 
is solidified as a starter, right? We're going to say that. That's right. probably yeah. fair to say. Your best options are maybe Chris Paul when he comes back. Maybe Moody if, if you know, give him a couple weeks of, you know, he's been injured, so he's got to get back into basketball shape um, as far as, you know, game time shape. Who else? Well, GP2 just got back a couple weeks, what, a week or two ago? But are you really getting, like, 12 points a night? Oh, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like, who else is going to pick up that that scoring slack? So if I get 12 points, 18 points from Clay, and off the bench, I'll take it. I'll take that any day of the week. Because I don't know uh, who else is going to be a second scoring option. Well, I think that's, like, a nice uh, second unit with uh, Chris Paul and, and um, Clay Thompson, you know, Gary Payton. Uh, the second, um, did I say pods already? Mm-hmm. Uh, Moody, you know, I mean, that's it to me, it makes the team a little bit deeper. And you ride the hot hand if, if Clay has the stroke working, then you know, he's you gonna let him go play up the again. fourth, yeah, 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 he's gonna play, yeah, you know, of course. So, yeah. so of I think course. it just makes the, the lineup deeper, but yeah, you got to keep starting uh, Kaminga because it seems like he's settling in. And, and I think the most impressive thing is, uh, they showed it a lot on, on some of his highlights. The I think it was the game right before the all-star break where uh, Kaminga was attacking the rim and he was just kicking that ball out to, to open shooters where, you know, last season, you know, you didn't see that as often. Um, and right. now he's starting to see the court and starting to kick it out. So um, uh, he's definitely made that jump. Absolutely. Kaminga. Yeah. That, that we were waiting for it and it's finally come and absolutely. God damn this is this fun. You know, I, I'm going to circle that Denver game. Because that's probably going to be the one game where I think if Kaminga's got an issue, and I'm nitpicking here at this point, I think his issue is that he knows his best game is at the rim. And so he tries to drive to the rim and can can get there in multiple ways. But I think when he gets denied multiple times, he keeps trying to attack that instead of focusing on the team goal. And... um Luckily, he's the last few games he's been kind of bailed out by some great shooting between you know Clay and and Steph and all that, um, to be expected for most nights. But I think I'm going to circle that Denver game because that's probably going to be the one game that like let's see what happens. Like he's going to get frustrated against a really good quality team up and down defensively, offensively, and I'm curious to see what he does as a starter there. Like Chicago, they suck. The Lakers. You know, Charlotte, not it's Charlotte. I'm Charlotte. Chicago. I'm Charlotte. They suck. Uh, Lakers, they're just as much as a in a in a question mark situation that we're in. So yeah, I think Denver's the game that if you're gonna watch one, that's be the one to watch. And Clay coming off as a second unit against Denver, I think that might be one you want to circle to watch too. Yeah. I mean, those next three, you got to think you go two and one or three and zero. Oh. Like yeah. if you're gonna make a serious run, yeah, because like being the four. Like is not out of the question when you look it's at not. the standings. They're they're only like three games back. I want to say something of that nature. Like it's pretty tight. You yeah. know, maybe maybe the one and two seeds are are kind of gone. Yeah, your front um, runners with is a uh, uh, OKC and Minnesota, right? But but Denver's not, you know, blowing out of the water like they did last year. So yeah, yeah, so, definitely. So so the Warriors right now are eleven games out of the one seed. Uh, uh, the the Nuggets currently hold the four seed, and the, they're eight games back of the Nuggets. Uh, right now, if if you want to climb to the six seed, that's the Pelicans, and they're five games back of the Pelicans right yeah, now. Yeah, see, that's so, not far away at so, all. So, I mean, you, I, I think it's asking a lot to get to the four seed. I think you can get it if everything starts clicking right. The six seed is not out of the question. Yeah, I do say, say you, do you do not have to hop over a bunch of other teams to get there too. So you do yeah. not want to see Minnesota or OKC in the first round, which is crazy to say because OKC was a bottom feeder team last year, but they got Chet. Yeah, they're so athletic. He's great. He's, I mean, that team up and down is, is a great team. You don't want to see either one of those teams in the first round. And they got Definitely. that pervert. <laughs> Just kidding. Mm. Playing, playing grab ass on the court. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely, but I, I agree, man. Like, those are the top two teams. But, yeah, I think four is a, is a stretch. I, maybe, but it's not out of the realm of possibilities at this point. Yeah, it's eight games to make up with, uh, you know, twenty with 27 to go or something like that. I think the Warriors have it's, it's a little two games to I, make up, right? 
Have they well, made up one? No, well, they Jazz made one won. Up. They so made one up. So they the Pelicans have played 55 games. It looks like the Warriors have played 53. So there's a couple of games yeah. to make up. Uh, but the Warriors are eight and two in their last ten. So right. Uh, you know they're they're currently 14 and 14 at home. Uh, they're one game above 500, 13 and 12 on the road. So yep. uh, start winning your home games. You know you win your home games and also hold on. Let me let's do a little golf clap here. The Warriors have won their 12th road game. They didn't win. They're 13, yeah. They didn't win 11 road games all season long last year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that was an anomaly, man. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Just absolutely wild. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, to be that good on the, at home and then like that abysmal on the road is unheard of. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, I mean, crazy. Yeah wild is uh is an apt description uh so there was the all-star game weekend uh just happened the east ended up getting the win over the west 211 to 186 there is no such thing as defense at the all-star game uh this should just be a list yeah don't even play the game i mean it's just so stupid and and of course silver's gonna do anything they can he can to keep this game and it's just it's gonna suck Nobody cares. The players don't play for real. Um, it's lame. Oh, they were definitely trying to get the record. Like they're like they're playing no defense the entire time. Well, did you hear Adam Silver at the end of it? He goes, "In the Eastern Conference, you got the most points. Congratulations!" Like just zero, <laughs> zero joy. I missed that actually. I had turned away. Oh my away. god! Like, oh, zero I, joy. I, I, I turned away. I was like, oh, "This is this is enough. I'm I'm done. I'm." No I'm gonna go watch an episode of The Sopranos. Yeah, <laughs> no defense. Uh, I think the most exciting thing was actually Steph and uh, Sabrina in the shootout. So. Yep, that's that's exactly where, where we're heading next. So on on Saturday, the skills competitions. Damian Lillard. Uh, sorry, he was named the MVP of the All Star game. Moving on to, to skills. I, competitions. I also want to say, I'm I'm really happy for Damian because I think this is his first time as a starter. Last year was his first time even in the All Star because he was in a stacked house of the west West. right so really happy for him if he if he wasn't going to get it Halliburton was shooting lights out like he was going to get it and he was trying to to win the 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 home crowd the home team Mm -hmm. everything so he was shooting lights out all all weekend long so shout out for him too yeah uh Damian he wanted to be with the Warriors by the way (laughs) yeah Lillard won the uh three-point contest as well uh no one scored higher than 26 in any round but then Steph and Sabrina hit the court and Steph wins 29-26. So both of them would have beat anybody else that would have been in the three-point contest. So um, that was ash- uh, absolutely riveting, actually. Like, I was excited for that one. That was that was the, the one that I had circled. I wanted to see that. And uh, Sabrina was shooting from the NBA distance instead of the WNBA distance. So, like, props to her. She didn't want any excuses, you know. Um, so... Well, of course, of course, uh, yeah. was it Kenny Smith had to, yeah. you know, Kenny Smith, yeah. where, you know, I felt I like, I felt like her, uh, Sabrina shooting the, the WNBA ball, but shooting from the, the men's line. I thought that was like a fair compromise. Absolutely. Like, I think it's more than a, more than a fair compromise. Nobody scored more than 26 in any round. So she would have advanced. If it was mm-hmm. the first round in the regular shooting contest, Steph would have advanced. So, I mean, that was the, the that was the most fun. They were they were the best shooters. Like it wasn't just fun because it was Steph and Sabrina. It was fun because they were the best shooters. Absolutely, and and <laughs> also I do want to point that out too. It is the off season right now for the for the WNBA. Exactly. Yeah, she came in. Going against a guy who's currently hot as hell right now, shooting yeah, threes. Exactly. And almost damn near beat him. <laughs> so yeah, I see. He, he, I he had to Sabrina... make the last two buckets to get up to 29. Like, right. Yeah. And that was, and on all of those uh, balls on that last rack for Steph were uh, money balls. So, like, they were worth two points every single one of them. He had to right. work to get past her, man. Right. Um, he earned that one and she made him earn it too. Like, it was, it was exciting. I was, I was locked in for that one, man. Me, me and Sam, well, Sam was telling me that they were, nothing is set in stone, but they were debating about doing a 2v2, right? With Caitlin and, 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 uh, and with her along for next season, right? Yeah, Sabrina, we'll Sabrina said, that. Sabrina said, uh, to do Clay, Caitlin Clark, 
herself versus Steph and Clay. I don't want that either. I don't want you know why yeah. I don't want it because WNBA has been craving for people to just watch their games. Let just, just well put they, them in the three point contest. Just be like, hey, just put them in. And if here's they don't, the thing, they they they're, they're it, it, the tide is turning. The last it, like year and a half, it's finally starting to turn. People are really starting to watch a lot more women's sports uh, than they have in the past. And I think part of that in. is the part of that is you know I, when the pandemic hit, everybody's like, well, what the hell am I going to do? I'll, I guess there's a WNBA game on. I'll check that out. I guess. Hey, I, and then, I caught the finals. And then people started, yeah. Then then you know it just kind of started growing more and more from there. And right now, um, like just attendance in person at like events or uh, women's sports sporting events for soccer for basketball. Um, all the attendance is starting to go through the roof, man. Like it's, it's finally starting to catch on and uh, uh, anybody who hasn't been watching has been missing out, you know? So, and uh, Lakeup is smart as hell. You want to know why? Cause he's going to have, coming. he's going to have the premier women's basketball team and probably one of the most, I mean, I can't think of another prolific women's team in the Bay area. Yeah. yeah and they're yeah, going to be playing right now, at yeah. chase. They're going to be yeah. playing at chase when that, when that team rolls out They're they're right. unnamed so it's, right it's now. It's gonna feel but, like yeah. it's gonna feel like the Vegas Knights or the Oakland Roots. Like this is our team. Like we yeah, get to root for soul. this, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Bay FC launches this year, and we'll talk about that just really quickly later. But yeah. um, so so I mean, women's sports are coming to the Bay, and they're coming loud. They're they're making a lot of noise. It's gonna I want to see. I want to see Caitlin Sabrina you guys... in the three point contest next year. Like just throw them in the contest. Did you guys <laughs> see the uh, Sabrina? going out after the game <laughs> yeah it, somebody so, somebody was like get you a girl that can do both or whatever <laughs> like yeah hey, i showed it, I, I showed like, it to i showed her to my girl i was like damn look at her on the court and then look at her get all dressed up <laughs> and she was like damn like get it dude so she no, was, was dressed cool. up she wasn't going to Ooh. shitty nights but she was dressed up <laughs> yeah oh. oh. Okay, so uh, that's the Stefan Sabrina thing. Dame Lillard won the three-point contest. We said that. Oh, and the slam dunk contest. Mac McClung wins the slam dunk contest for the second time in a row. Congrats. I like that kid, man. He was it a was, for, uh, for a couple of I, I, I saw this online a couple times about people were like, the slam dunk contest, contest used to be like the most exciting thing to see at the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And now it's like... I just think we've, you know, I agree with the sentiment. We've seen like almost every dunk there could be. <laughs> like, you yeah. gotta like backflip, man. There, you gotta do something you that nobody. There needs ever... to be a mutation. We we need to get X Men here to get the next level. <laughs> like the 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 human body can only do so much without like taking a leap forward in evolution. So the, uh, uh, that's that, what we're waiting on at this point. The skills we're competition where they're like passing Dumb. and like dumb running around they don't even know the rules and there's an led arrows on the court there's an led path (laughs) and you can't even figure out the rules man i might be in the minority but i did not like the court like me personally i I did not like the court yeah we're 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 channeling into um old men yells at cloud right now yeah i I don't agree i kind of agree i didn't it was too too much it was a little too much yeah it was too much for me i i do i do I do want to point out that um, there, oh God, it's not Whiteside, right? I'm sure you haven't heard that name in a while. He came out and was bringing out this old adage that a lot of people have brought up, right? What's up, Dewey? Um, should the NBA All-Star Game decide home court advantage? No. No, I hate that. I hate no, that. Baseball, baseball did that and it was a failure. Oh, yeah. Just Let me alternate. ask you this. Who has the best all-star game? Hockey. Hockey, I agree. Yeah, I think like, so. As far hockey. as a game, as far as, like, players actually playing hockey probably has the best right. game. Even their skills are, like, fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the hockey all-star experience is, like, way more exciting in quality. Yeah. Um, I don't mean, I mean. It has to be worst. Baseball's worst. right up there as far as a challenge goes, not the game, but like the home run derby, right? Like the home run derby is probably the best out of all the singular events, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But the, I would put, I would fanfare. put like, I would put like NHL is the top all around. And then you, if you're going to go with tier B, three point contest, home run derby, those are like the same thing. As, as a terminology that I've heard, chicks dig the long balls. 
I, I'd put the home run derby as like number one. Clearly, like it is clearly head and shoulders number one as far as like mm-hmm. the fanfare extra stuff. Yeah, they, when the they fixed it itself, like a dozen years ago, right. that was you know the game itself. Yeah. is probably hockey, and then uh, after that, you know, I would say the the three point competition is really the only thing I care about. Um, and then after that, it goes back to hockey as far as like a total skills game, like a weekend of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL is just so lame. The skills competition sucks. The, the NFL has a golfing sucks. challenge. Um, why do they have a golfing yeah. challenge at the NFL? It's not even your sport. <laughs> but as far as the, the actual game to watch, I think basketball by far is the worst. Like it's, it's not. I, over, you know, over I, I'm going to disagree. Got, I think Pro the flag football. Football, yeah. yeah. I think flag football is the worst. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> That's right. You forgot that they changed the flag. Yeah, no, it's flag football is the worst. At, at at least the ball's going into the hoop, and they're demonstrating yeah. an ability to score. I mean, at, at, at a level NFL, that none of us can do. <laughs> yeah, the NFL and the NBA just need to make it a list. It's not even worth it anymore. Like, it, it stinks. Yeah, I mean, you could give me five months and I'm not going to be able to score 211 points just on the court down the street at the park. Like, yep. God damn. <laughs> yeah. And, and then like, I balled out today. like half court. I oh, you went again today. I no. So we had to reschedule. So we went this morning only. Oh, okay. I didn't actually go yesterday, but Vince knows this person. So our buddy Jay, um, from, from our college days, uh, he hit me up and he was like, Hey man, let's, shoot some ball. So I'm like, you know what? I should get off the couch and do something with my life. So we meet up at the 24, 7 AM. We're running drills, warming up, getting up shots. And, uh, you know, our friend, he's, he's like a legit basketball player. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, uh, he had me running some drills. I was, I was sweating. He was like, Hey man, you got, you got a nice little shot there though. So we uh we played a one on one game and um he beat me. I was gonna say and he cooked did, you. I'm sure of it. <laughs> and then we did some uh we did some more some more trainings, and we did another one on one, and you won't believe it. You won't believe it, Vince. I beat him. Oh really? I beat him. Yeah. And, okay. Um, to his own fault. Uh, let the naysayers know. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh I jacked up a couple of threes. Because the only the only chance I was gonna have is uh, I got to get some shots up, mm-hmm. so I started jacking threes. <laughs> they, they, lo and behold, they started dropping. So I, okay. I made it rain, and uh, it it was all in good fun. I really appreciate you know the friend uh, getting me off the couch, getting me all nice and sweaty. But um, it was a lot. Of, if he would have went a hundred percent, I would have been slaughtered. I probably wouldn't have gotten a point because he's a legit basketball player. I'm a yeah. dreamer off the couch uh, but it was a lot of fun well i mean i like that because because uh over the weekend you guys uh, you know uh, our friends did a thing together and and i had the opportunity to go and by all means it's not that i didn't want to hang out with you guys i just was like hey i have a free day i don't care if it's raining i went to the driving range pumped out about 100 balls came out sweating but i was like you know what i felt good about it man. i felt good to do something active so yeah. to your point there man it, it mm-hmm. Even if it's raining, you could always find something to do active. It's just uh, up to you to make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So that's a good little life lesson. It's it's almost springtime, so it's time to start, you know, getting active. Yeah. Uh, put some laps in around the, you know, blocks around the house or something, guys. Uh, get out there. Get out. Get, get those little get uh, pedal machines if you work from home. So it feels like you're biking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, one of them bad boys. Oh. Uh, one of those uh treadmill desks if you can (laughs) we'll see (laughs) all right um so let's turn our attention to the sharks uh over the last week they dropped three out of four games the only game they got uh the w in was the game tyler thought they were gonna win that was i'm running baby i'm Uh, running yeah he's got he's got a point and a half on us now uh so uh, our win of the week. There's only one game coming up this week. Uh, just the way the schedule laid out, they played earlier today. They get the, the, the uh, just a terrible loss, four 0 to Vegas, which was Sam's choice. I'm gonna blame um, that on the early start. 
Yeah, it was, a, it was a one o'clock uh, start, so. They were sleeping on the ice. Yeah, was so there's one? only. Oh, yeah, it was one. It was one. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's it was right. one o'clock. And then, so so the next game is going to be Saturday versus Nashville. Uh, so I think we're all going to just, like, have that as our win of the week. And we'll get the point if they win. And if they don't, it doesn't matter because Smash, we're not counting Smash. the losses. Um, Do they still so say right that? now, right, maybe Smashville. Smashville? Smash I think Smash? so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Smashville. Uh, they, they used to say that. I don't know if they still do. Um, so right now the Sharks are dead last in the Pacific Division, but they are 15th in the West. They're two points clear of Chicago, who, of course, is missing Connor Bedard to, due to injury. Uh, right now Tyler's up a point and a half on me for win of the week standings. Uh, eight to six and a half. Sam is way back in two. Uh, you got some work to do, bud. There's, you know, still a few weeks left. You can I make started a like a week after, a week or two yeah. after you guys. But... Yeah, you were only like a week back, but uh, it's okay. I would have got this seven is... wins that first week. Right. The first week. Right. 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 <laughs> that right. First week. Yeah. Out of one win per week. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm actually gonna be going to the game next Tuesday. So uh, when we when we uh, record next week, I'll tell you, um, you know, boots just on the, the ground plan is, yeah, boots on the ground. And uh, they're playing New Jersey on Tuesday, the 27th. And your boy ordered the New Jersey, the Cali Finn Jersey. Oh, it's nice. arriving tomorrow. That thing is fuego. I am so excited. As long as it gets here and it's not like look, does it, 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 it if it looks as good. Hopefully it ain't that as... Nike fanatics exactly. going on. Oh in my baseball. god. Yeah, that's that that's my only worry is like how bad like how bad those baseball jerseys look. I'm like, please don't let that happen to this jersey because this you, one you is know why those jerseys look so bad, clean. right? Because they were all made of old navy. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> get bodied. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Oh, it's fuck John Fisher o'clock. Sorry. That's right. It is fuck John Fisher o'clock as always. But we will talk more about that in just a little bit before we do that. Uh, Tyler, tell us about Wrexham, bud. Yeah, man. So Wrexham uh, may have heard us in our podcast. They probably didn't, but I'm going to like to think that they did. Uh, they picked everything up here, uh, have won the last three games. Uh, this week was a win against Sutton United, which was a makeup game uh, on Tuesday. They won two to one. They picked up another game on Saturday against our old friends, Knott's County, 1-0. Thank you, Stephen Fletcher, with that sweet goal to oh, uh, yeah. carry us over there. I saw the highlights on TikTok. Yeah, that yeah, was a yeah. sick, sick goal. Yeah, man. I uh, I didn't I didn't even know how he hit it. It, like, bounced off of three people, and he just happened to have a foot in the yeah. air and kicked that bad boy at the top shelf. You just, you just put it into the mixer, man, and sometimes good things happen. Hey, man, that's, that's how hockey works, too, man. More yep. shots on goals, more chances. Exactly, yep. Uh, Wrexham is currently 17, seven and seven. I feel like they should probably go gamble or buy a lottery ticket, uh, with the old sevens there. They're currently third place, 58 Ooh. points. And, uh, I did want to tell you guys this. We have some great news. Stockport and Mansfield town who are currently one and two drop both their games this week. So we are currently three points behind first, two points behind first, I mean, two points behind second. So, we are a game away from uh, getting back to the top of the echelon here. So uh, hopefully uh, better days to the to top in. of the table. Let's go. Yeah, man. You ain't got to sweat nothing if you're number one. <laughs> right on. Um, up, upcoming games, we have MK Dons, which is a, a big rival uh, for Wrexham going back a couple of years ago. Um, and then uh, we have a Saturday game against Gillingham. So MK Dons is another makeup game that I remember specifically was a waterlog pitch that they. Oh, that's again. right. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that'll be a makeup game. And then we have Gillingham on Saturday. But hey, we'll see. We got about two months to go, I think. Yeah, yeah. a couple more yeah. months. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so it's getting down to yeah. it. They're, they're in a great position right now. Just got to hold on to it and maybe, you know, put it advance a little bit too that'd be great uh yeah yeah all right uh so we got uh soccer uh major league soccer is beginning uh this week actually in a couple of days inner miami is hosting real salt lake and the quakes will open on saturday on the 24th sell the team sell, that sell team the too, sell the goddamn fucker. team you son of a bitch john fisher <laughs> fuck you sell the fucking team um, is, uh, also, yeah <laughs> is is uh is is messy gonna be uh I, I i didn't check uh i, I would or is he or is he uh still giving it to the old chinese government <laughs> oh lord 
Oh Lord. Um, uh, moving on. Uh, NWSL will begin next month. Uh, Bay FC will play on opening night on the on March sixteenth. There you go. Spit it out, Vin. <laughs> okay, so so they're in training camp right now. They'll play their games at um at the same at the Earthquake Stadium, uh, PayPal Park. So uh, same same place for soccer in the Bay Area for both. Uh, men's and women's soccer professional level and nice. they have made a lot of like really good signings too like they they got the uh, top score from africa um uh to come over and and it's it's i'm actually cautiously optimistic they might actually make some noise this first year in existence so we'll see how it shakes out and you know how, how they come together and play on the field but it looks promising yeah man I, i'm i'm intrigued oh. i will uh Definitely keep the a pulse on that cool. bad boy. The, the, the jackets are real cool too. too. Okay, um, every okay. player gets this like Letterman Bay FC jacket, and uh, uh, anytime there's a new signing, it, whenever like they'll ship them a jacket, or uh, when they arrive to the Bay Area, they pick them up at the airport, have the recording, and they fit it on. And you can check it out a lot on uh, on their Instagram. So uh, yeah, Ooh, a lot I of like fun. these. These are nice. Yeah, you looking at them right now? Yeah, it's yeah, pretty it's, cool. Yeah, it's a classic. It's the navy blue and a gray or white, I think. So, uh, and the sleeve says South Bay, East Bay, North Bay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, big fan. All right, yeah, all it's right. pretty, pretty cool. Keep a post on that one here. Yeah, and there's our soccer update. It's time to turn our attention to the baseball, to the Spe- sport that's been causing us problems. Speaking of not having a pulse, I'm just going to jump into this because I know you're going to jump yeah, into this anyway. Let's do it. Uh, Rob Manfred tweets her coming back out, which wasn't that long ago. Uh, about how he said that if Oakland A's were to ever leave the Oakland market, it would be a travesty to baseball and MLB as a whole. Just want to point that out that he did say this quoted. Oh yeah. He said it pre pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was 2019 when he was out here uh, for the divisional round, I believe it was. Well, now that I've set the tone and I've served it up, go ahead, boys, take it away here. All right. So the city of Oakland and the athletics, have had talks uh they had talks on thursday to discuss a possible lease extension reports say that, that it went well and oakland would like a guarantee to keep the colors logo and get an expansion team and fisher would have to sell his half of the current site as well and there's a lot of other different wants that both teams are asking for so um it's you, you i never expected them to come out with an agreement on the first meeting uh but We'll see what happens. We'll see where they go from here. I, I mean, hear, I heard uh, that yeah. there's a pressure being put on the A's from MLB to figure out where they're going to play. And we kind of heard the frustration coming through uh, the commissioner when he was saying, oh, they're going to play out West somewhere. <laughs> you know, the Las Vegas site is adequate. Um, yeah. You know, adequate. so there's pressure, there's pressure uh, on, on the A's because the scheduler makers, you know, it, it takes a lot of brain power to figure out a baseball schedule, traveling, makeup dates, things of that nature. So I think I read that that needs to be solved by, uh, by June or July of this year that they, they need to have not just the next season, but the next few seasons in place to really uh, figure this out. Yeah. I, I would imagine wherever they're playing in 25 is where they're going to be playing in 26 and 27 as well. No matter what, no matter where it is. Like I, I feel like that this is they're gonna lock that down the next three years, wherever it ends up being. That's what it's gonna the, happen in here, and it has to be done now. Basically, they got to get it figured exactly. out before opening day. Realistically, exactly, they need to get this solved. Um, they 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 release the schedule in July, but the schedule is usually completed completely done by uh by April or May by May I think. So they really need to have this finalized and settled ideally in the next couple of weeks. Can you imagine getting like one of those little uh, pocket sized pamphlets Mm -hmm. with like the A schedule and every single TBD. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah. So like Uh, if you're, um, you know, a a Yankees fan and you get your little pocket square, it says, OAK, but it's like an asterisk and it's down below says maybe. Like, and like on the backside <laughs> is like, it's like the promotional nights. And it was like, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. <laughs> Against the Oakland parentheses question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um yeah uh so so it's just a total mess as we've described several times and john fisher just needs to sell the fucking team i wish he would yeah, yeah. did I you wish guys he would. did you guys hear about uh jeff passon was on uh part of your interruption yeah oh yeah yeah talk about this and uh actually if you guys there's no music on it so we can we could share it it's we won't get in trouble tim give me the powers <laughs> i need the powers to share tim you should have the powers all s there you go all right All right, you guys see that? Yep. I'll make this full screen. I just love uh, Jeff Passon's laugh in this. Um, I'm not hearing it. Are you hearing it? I think we'll get audio. Oh, let me. You know what? I think I got to do it a different way. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'll just I'll just end this share. Um, basically, uh, Jeff Passon uh, summarizes that. Uh, if this deal to Vegas doesn't come come to fruition, that is not really a surprise to anyone because the one thing about uh, John Fisher is he's been nothing but unorganized. You know, there's no plan. There's nothing that's going to – he hasn't followed through on anything. Um, there was the announcement of San Jose, Fremont, Laney College, uh, Las Vegas. That's starting to show signs, and now – one of the biggest things is that the Las Vegas fan is starting to lose a lot of interest in it because the team is not very good. They're going to come in lackluster. They're not developing the minor leagues. They're like dead last in minor league talent. Um, they have no players signed. Like there's no free agent signed on this current roster. That's going to be beyond. So what are you building? Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you yeah. doing? Literally the only person on the team currently under contract in 2025 is the manager is Mark Kotze. That's it. <laughs> I mean, they got a couple of guys that are like, um, they, they have control, like, uh, you know, like through arbitration or whatever, but th like those guys don't technically have a contract for 2025. It's, it, it's bonkers. It's, it's just fucking that bonkers they, that they send Mark Kotze, the manager out there. To answer questions about the stadium and relocation where he can't even answer questions to talk about baseball, talk about development of his team. He can't talk about balls and strikes. He can't talk about the game of baseball. They have PR people who won't answer questions or respond on Twitter. They turned off all of their comments on all social media. Like they're pathetic. When Jeff Passon is on ESPN like making fun of you guys, like that's a problem. I mean, this video on the, on the site that I'm looking at is 107,000 views. And that's only from this person's site. Like, so collectively on, on other social media sites, how many times this has been seen. And I don't know if you guys have got anything more on well, the A's. I, I think I tweeted to you guys or texted you guys. I said, yes, more national media of this, please. Like, give us, that's on ESPN. Like, give us more of that. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard about this, but earlier today, I saw a video of Ken Kendrick, the owner of the Diamondbacks, coming out and saying that uh, it's a possibility that the Arizona Diamondbacks relocate. So it, it's not just the Diamondbacks. It's... Their stadium's like six years old. No, it's it's no, older it's, than it's that. actually it's it's, it's yeah, a lot older than it, that. 1998 when they started playing, yeah. like that's when the, they, they they got the new stadium. But didn't they get like renovations onto it? Yeah. No, no they, they they want renovations. Yeah, they want oh. renovations. They they but want renovations for yeah or they're new asking stadium. for a subsidy. You know, they're ask they're asking for money from the government from the city, and I think they I would have to check the notes, but I think uh, I you know it's close to a bill to what they're trying to develop, uh, which Ooh. is just, it's just ridiculous. So, you know, there's other teams that are going to start doing the same thing that, that John Fisher and Dave Cavill have done. You know, they just want government money. They want to hand out other than sports. I, I can't think of any other businesses that just have their hand out openly for oh, no, every uh, single it, thing. Yeah. Uh, there, there's mean, a lot of like fuel. I can like, name Exxon, one like, person in particular we're not a political, 
uh, podcast, but he uh, wears the color orange because that's his skin color. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Out here selling $400 shoes. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and he spent $24 on. And oh, and uh, apparently the red on the bottom, that's trademarked by like Christian Louboutin. Apparently it sure so is. He, he might get sued for that. Oh, wow. So the shoes that he's selling to try to get rid of his dead or whatever, he's going to get sued over them. But to me, I mean, to your point, anyway. though, is, is that like, yeah, I like has got to be the only one that 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 is an anomaly here. Right. But like what when's the lot? And if anybody who's listening can tell me, by all means, correct me. But I can't think of the last ownership who well, fronted Lake up of, their own money like the that. Giants did it. And baseball doesn't want you to know about the Giants. Um, so if you look at the A's, when they present data, they presented a bunch of uh data um a slideshow to las vegas which was the recycled slideshow from months Mm -hmm. and months ago yeah and they showed all these stadiums that were subsidized by the government it ended the year before the giant stadium because the they don't want that data on there they don't want people to know that the giants built that themselves right Uh, so uh oh go ahead this is going to be another problem with the chicago white Sox. the chicago white Sox are going down this path of uh they want over a billion uh, to get a new stadium, uh, you know, build out for for what they're trying to do. And they're trying to build it on the, the Chicago Loop. If they don't get that, they're threatening relocation. So there's there's many, many teams. And going back to Rob Man- Manfred's uh, dumbass comments where, you know, he was also quoted in saying that, um, you know, well, if the A's move, it's not like there's another team in the market. So he's he's insinuating that you could just be a Giants fan. Can you imagine telling Chicago, well, if you if you were a White Sox fan, you could just be a Cubs fan. So I think like any two market. Yeah, we yeah, said that. City, we said that too. That's it's like just nonsense. Moving, it's like moving the Yankees and being like, oh, but you could be a Mets fan. Yeah, be a yeah. Mets fan. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, um, I, I just looked it up for Levi's Stadium, and uh, the there was about 114 million dollars in public money for Levi's Stadium. So, um, and it sounded like uh of that. Uh, 35 million came from new taxes uh, on hotels near the stadium. So like if you stay at a hotel near the stadium for, you know, a football game or a concert, um, 2% tax hike on that helped pay for Levi stadium, about 35 million of the 114 that was public, that was given. So even the Niners like definitely took some public money, not nearly as much as, as a lot of the other teams, which, you know, makes me feel less angry a little bit, but I'm still not thrilled about it, you know? Um, and Santa Clara is not a huge city at all. They, they happen to be right next to San Jose, but Santa Clara itself is really tiny, you know? So. Right. Yeah. And I, and I just think that, um, I just think that the, the giants made their money tenfold, you know, Joe Licka made his money tenfold. I mean, you could even argue that the four have already recouped everything they put into the stadium. Oh, yeah, absolutely. By absolutely. now. I mean, mm-hmm. having a Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift concert uh, yeah. it recouped uh, at least six oh, months worth. <laughs> oh, just the Taylor Swift concerts this year helped cover a lot of it. I mean, she's yeah. done concerts before in the 1989 tour and the Reputation tour um, uh, to like, you know, at that stadium as well. So, uh, and, and she's not the only one like Ed Sheeran and Beyonce and all these people come in and every time they come in there, here comes 75,000 more people, you know? Yeah, all that money. I just it, it's crazy to think that you have such spineless commissioners, you know, and I'm not going to say that the NBA's commissioner or or the NFL's commissioners is any better, but they're they're at least if you're going to rank them way better than than the MLB commissioner oh, of, of the to- of the top four leagues. Yeah, uh, Manfred is definitely the worst. I think yeah. um Goodell is evil, but he's actually kind of good at his job. Gary Bettman uh, is a little is I think is a little worse than Goodell. I think I think we're all in agreement that Adam Silver is the best, but even if yeah, you're the think... best, you're, I mean he's he's not a people like he's not a public person by trade. Like he's more of a you know uh, he was more of a behind the scenes guy before he became commissioner, and he's learning how to do the uh, I think with the public Bettman, facing though... stuff. I think with Bettman, he he's not the best public speaker as well. Like he kind of mm-hmm. comes across as like a cold individual right and, and um uh, yeah but i would say that like as far as like teams relocating and, and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature he has tried to keep teams in market uh well there has he been has now 
Yeah. You know, uh, but you know, he tried, he, the last uh, negotiating thing, you know, it, it bettered the game. It brought salaries into affordable range of hockey and what they were rev, you know, what revenues they were making. Um, so I do think since that lockout season, NHL has gotten better um, financially. It seems like it's on a, a better foundation. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, t- they're already talking about um, expansion to 36 teams. Right. So I, I think there's, um, there's some goodness there. Uh, but the worst is absolutely Manfred and it's not even, not even close. Like he's, yeah. everybody's a cut above him. I, I will say uh, Gary Bettman, like at, at least early, like teams were moving, like Winnipeg got moved yeah, yeah, to Phoenix that. and that was a huge problem. And, uh, and, and like, like uh, Hart, Hartford going to Carolina, like he, he's responsible in earlier in his tenure for a lot of teams moving further south to try to get into like non-traditional markets right and i just don't uh, think manfred was ever a fan i don't think he was ever a fan of baseball as a child as a kid as a young man he didn't have anything passionate uh to root for in baseball i think he was a guy that took a job got paid well and stuck with it and became the commissioner of baseball because he's a shrewd businessman he's an asshole and he probably knows it and he's good at it um, but I mean, he called yeah. the, the trophy a piece of metal, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, hey, he, every the slap year. on the wrist for the fucking Astros. Well, I think, year. I think he's just, he's also the poster child for yes, man. Like at least NFL's got Jerry Jones, as much as we gripe on him, but like that he polices other owners, right? You know, in the NBA, the commissioner there polices the owners, like, no, you cannot do that. Like, if I tell you that we're going to change the rules because your team is winning too much or whatever, right? We may hate it. But like, at least he's doing it. You know, like he's trying to make it more competitive across the board, right? He's trying things, right? Manfred don't give a crap. Manfred is like, how can I make these owners more money, which keeps me more in in my job of being the commissioner? There's right. no policing of each other. Hey, Sam, what if I told you in five years I got you a birthday present? I saw that. <laughs> um, Rob Manfred's last day will be uh, at the end, uh, near the end of January in 2029. So uh, happy birthday five years from now, bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish but he's was, also going to get renewed. He's going to get renewed. No, he, no, no. He, he said that retire. it's going he, to he, he just it just came out. He said he's going to retire at the end of this this term. Uh, in, in the beginning of 2020, I'll, I'll believe it when I see gold shovels in the ground for the for the A's. No, he's yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's there's going to be something. There's going to be some final thing happening. With if Las Vegas ends up failing, I think John Fisher has to sell. I mean, I know this is wishful thinking and this is hopium or whatnot, but I don't think if Vegas works out, I like like he's basically put it all on Vegas at this point. And if yeah, and I would ag- I would agree that that anyone who's hoping for him to sell, please do not have your hopes that the uh, team exactly. in Oakland. Yeah. It, it's a very good chance he's going to sell to you know a group in Vegas, and they keep that team in Vegas, and it, they make it work. You know what I mean? Because they've already got pool there. So don't have your hope on that high. Oh up. no, no, definitely not. No, my I, I, my closing comment in on the whole A's and baseball thing is you know with the the meetings with the city of Oakland and all, and all that is I really hope the city just doesn't sign an extension to keep them here. And let, I think they're paying like a million and a half per year in rent. And they just sign an extension for say 12 million. We're going to get 35, 40 million out of it, out of this for the next three to four years. And then that's it. Like to me, that's just, yeah, that's not, not enough. You it's know not what? Enough. It's not enough. Take your money. Pack your shit, get out. If if Las Vegas is a done deal, don't sign the lease. You know, mm-hmm. no team, no lease. Get get out. You know, yeah. the the better that we can separate as a community, we need a clean breakup. We need to move on. We need to develop the site. Oakland needs to redevelop itself and do something. Um, I'm not here to, you know, uh, paint Oakland as this perfect uh, city, but we need to move on. You know, if you ain't going to be there, we're moving on. And yeah. the, the city, the city needs to do that from the mayor, the uh, deputy mm-hmm. mayor, the, the negotiators, all the council people, 
you cannot give into this move on absolutely and i mean and one of the things that they're holding out for is the the team name and the team colors staying in oakland uh, along with getting an expansion i mean i think that's the piece you can get you can reasonably like you go in there asking for that in a negotiation. That's the piece you can give up uh, in your talking back and forth. If you right. still get a team, if you still get an MLB team uh, expansion team after that, I don't give a damn if they're called the A's at this point or not. Exactly. Like, exactly. like that part's not important um, for history nerds out there. It's like when, uh, or musical theater fans, it's, it's like when uh, Hamilton and Jefferson negotiate where to put the capital versus how the banking system will, will go. Um, Hamilton gave up, you know, the capital being in New York, but to keep the financial stuff, like the way that he was designing it. So he gave up something. It doesn't really matter where the capital is because the banks are where in New York. So that's, right. it, it, that's kind of how I'm seeing it as a sports and theater nerd. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, I know we got one more thing on baseball here. Um, yeah. Totally you know. s- switching gears. Totally different. I Jorge mean, Soler. We're in the same uh, market, uh, Bay Area wise. Right. Um, yeah. So it doesn't matter, right? We can just be Giants fans out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. But- Jorge Soler <laughs> to San Francisco for three years, forty-two million dollars. I guess. I mean, he was great in Miami for like a half a season. Um, yeah. He had that year with the Cubs. Uh, I guess. Uh, well, uh, he was the uh, MVP of the um, of the uh, of the World Series with Atlanta. That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he 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 got hot at the right time, and uh, he he has thirty home run power in him. All I'm know? saying is the Giants it, have a lot more money to spend. And, uh, yeah, and this is what they got. So it'll be the if, if he hits thirty home. Well, runs they got this year, Pablo. They signed. Pablo. He's on a minor league it, deal. Yeah, yeah. With the, yeah, chance with to the make it via training camp. Yeah. So Panda, I mean, bro. but if if Soler gets thirty home runs. It'll be the first time a Giants player has got 30 home runs since Barry Lamar Bonds. He's not going to get 30 home runs. I don't think he's left-handed. He's right. But the, no, but the, the fence, they, they pulled the fence in. Yeah, but and even still, like... He, I think 30 home runs is possible if he's healthy. If he's not healthy, it doesn't matter because that's been a kind of an issue as well for him. But if he is healthy, he has a shot at 30. I would, I would say their really best... Does. The best right-handed hitter was Buster Posey, and he and I know that the, the fence was a little further back. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Well, All I'm also, saying is that you got a better chance at left field in trying to dink that into the water for a 30 home run season. No, no, you don't. Are you kidding me? That that fence is so astronomically high. It was built for Barry Bonds and nobody else. Just dink it high. They yeah, all swing up it? anyways. I think like Barry Bonds has all splash hit. Almost with, all of them. Yeah, with the exception like, of like two or three. <laughs> yeah yeah like, like well i mean i think he well he's it, it, that's that's an exaggeration he, i think he still has 45 or 50 percent of them um but but also they, they, they a, just got to 100 so and he hit like 50 of those bad boys yeah. himself so also was a left-handed batter in giants park like yeah it was built for barry bonds but so was that th- that the, the the deep corner like that was built for left-handed hitters that park is if you were a lefty you got a good chance of at least like leading the well it's good couples. for it's good for extra bases it's not good for home runs though that, i guess that's that's the difference like they it we'll see what happens but i i think he has a shot at 30 he has a, yeah if he's healthy he has a shot at 30 and that like i said that would be the first time since barry so the giants haven't had a 30 home run hitter uh in a year he's their barry. best chance to get he's their best chance to get 30 since bonds not, not that's that the judge, point not that judge guy. You know, he's not <laughs> never there. played for the Giants. He he, 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 he never play. played for the Giants. No, so who was the go. who was the guy? The 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 not the real judge. The fake name that they came out with, like that guy. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember don't that joke. Sorry. Uh, there was one note on sports media. Um, ESPN and college football playoffs agreed to a six-year, seven-point-eight billion-dollar contract extension, and that's going to expand the playoffs to twelve teams. Uh, the Pac-12 imploded. Obviously, we talked about that, you know, in prior episodes. So they still kind of have to work out what that final playoff is going to look like. But, um, but yeah, you're going to start seeing 12 teams in the playoff starting this season coming up. So, That's so crazy. Also, too, I don't know if anyone cares or if you're playing, but uh, NCA 
college football has been announced. It's making its return for 2025 mm-hmm. after 10 years, baby. I oh, played the, the video game. I played the crap out of that game. I the thing that. is, it's gonna be it. it's gonna be a fucking copy paste of Madden Football, EA Sports, probably. All over. That's You're exactly right. what it's gonna be. So, so. You're probably right, but mm-hmm. hey, some people. But now they're paying the kids. They're paying. They're, they're paying the kids to use their names. So uh, it's gonna be a dog shit game. Yeah, <laughs> from a dog shit company. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Fuck John Fisher and fuck EA. That's right. <laughs> and we're an hour in and that I think that's a great note to leave it off on. Yeah, so, um, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Hit that bell to get alerts when we go live. Follow us on Instagram and threads at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into those DMs, baby. Like you're trying to steal third. <laughs> Bye, guys. Good night. Later.